Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. All right, Dean. Tech Bytes. Tech Bytes. 15. Yeah, baby. We've been doing a lot of those. Well, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, there's there's <laughs> never a there's never an end to no. interesting topics in the world of tech and science. And Technology keeps advancing and society keeps advancing. Yeah. So we got some stuff we got to talk and about. I mean, you know, and everybody desperately wants to know what our opinions on these topics are. This so. is true. This is true. <laughs> so we might as well do it again. But you know what? I As I as I think about what we're about to get into here, I don't have a lot of tech beefs. I, I made the claim that maybe I should come up with more beefs. Yeah. yeah. I've got a beef within one of mine. But other than that, you know, I don't know. I need to do a better job on beefs. It's, it's hard for us that are like tech guys though that mm. enjoy tech and yeah you know, get a kick out of it to give tech a hard time yeah exactly i mean <laughs> i know there's i know there's things we do get beefy about when yes. it comes to technology right but doesn't mean we necessarily you know are, are ready to go out there and attack stuff on our good base this is fair this is but fair. yes to that point though because yeah. we, we did a tech beefs episode in the past we should we should try to come up with another one i gotta make a point. separate list of beefs yeah you know exactly. what's really annoying about some of this technology because right. i if i just sit and think about it I, I think i could come up or, with a couple or something that you see that you just go oh come on come on you know? man so. <laughs> all right so we have six more topics to dive into yeah talk about breakthrough technologies yep. we're gonna t- we got a, a trio a trilogy what of visual capitalist articles oh dude nice yeah uh, because we love you know those cool little graphs and infographics they put together <laughs> we're guys uh, we're visual yeah, type of people exactly. right yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about linkedin for dating yes scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and also a little bit of a wrap of some of the interesting stuff that came out of CES. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very so, good. So, uh, yeah, so good stuff to get into. Some good, interesting stuff that you can chat about in your next water cooler moment. Oh, and we know you're at the water cooler. Meeting. I mean, we always refer to that, but, you know, yeah. people are back in the office for two Maybe it's degree. more like the, you know, the, vert, the uh, you know, coffee machine. Yeah. It's the espresso maker. Yeah. The, the Keurig. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. water, the water cooler feels very antiquated <laughs> at this point. Like, I don't when know. you're huddled around the Keurig, yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. there it is. Or it's where it's not even probably a water cooler anymore. Like you know, we have kind of one of those fancy water ice dispenser things. You it's know, true. it's a little step up than your yeah, your the nice soft crushed ice. Oh yeah, man, it's, it's good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, all that plus our usual value to the bar. What's tech connected with us? It's time to plug in and get connected. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected. Let's dive in, Dean. You've got the first article <laughs> on our list here about yep. MIT's 10 breakthrough yep. technologies. Yes, sir. So MIT, you know, they're a respected entity, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. And when, so when they put out their 10 breakthrough technologies for 2024, I'm like, hmm. I mean, they kind of know their stuff, you know. Maybe like, we should pay attention to what MIT thinks is going to be kind of the the brass for this year. I don't agreed. know. So yeah, agreed. Yeah, so let's roll through some of these because some of them I'm like, eh, I, and I got a tech beef on one of them. But oh, anyway, okay. all right. Let's so you know, top of the list, AI for everything. Okay, everybody's talking about AI. Yep. That's at their top of the list. Of course, AI is going to have its moment it's in 2024. Moving forward, then they get into super efficient solar cells. Yeah, yawn. You know, okay, <laughs> solar cells. Are out there. Yes, I hope to get one on my house sooner rather than later, but, but whatever. it's not sexy technology. It's just it's not you know. sexy technology. <laughs> Number three, the 
Apple Vision Pro, here's yeah, my contention. Yeah. I'm like, really? I don't know. I don't know that this is going to... I don't know that this is... How do they quantify it? Breakthrough technology. Come I on I mean, now. obviously, it's, you know, it is the, you know... The phone company, yes, sorts, you know, making their play into yes the virtual headset world. Okay, I get that part of it, but but and continue because you're well. I mean, you're, it's I just, you're following know, the same path I am here. Though. Uh, it, they re- they refer to the fact that it has the highest resolution display ever made in a device. All it needs is a killer app, you know. But you know, if you put it on the list, that means you think it's really going to be that disruptive. And as wonderful as it may be, from a coolness factor to wear for maybe a couple minutes or even if you were into gaming and stuff like that okay people we're not there yet dude we're not there where where people are going to be massively walking around with apple vision pros attached to their head are you wearing ski goggles you know no walk no i'm not and it reminds me i'm gonna gonna do a a topical and yet also back reference here the the film mean girls and i'm talking about the original i haven't seen it and the new musical version and the broadway version you know I'm going to paraphrase instead of stop making fetch happen. You know, <laughs> do we need to stop making giant VR goggle headset right? things happen? Yes. Like, yes. Because everyone's, tra- and I'm not, I mean, I know that there's been a market for this stuff. It's out there and people are buying these. My son's already like seeing at some point, like, agreed. Hey, for gaming, it's uh, very appropriate. Right. And maybe that's, and I that's think cool. that's, that's, that's it there. But, but they're yeah. trying to bridge the gap between right. gaming and reality. And, and really, I don't, I don't know. And I, you know, I saw this roll out. And of course, I, we, you and I both are big Apple people. Oh, yeah. We're, Love we're my totally Apple bought stuff. into their ecosystem. Absolutely. No doubt about this it. This is one of those that I don't know that I'm going to be on. One, the I, price point maybe, is a little ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Two, I again just can't get over the hurdle of sticking this something over my face. I was I was doing a little bit of digging into this mm-hmm. and just listening, you know, reading up some of the stuff about this over the last few weeks. Mm. And I heard some interesting stuff from like people like like press folks who were gonna do reviews mm. that got to go in and test it out. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they were pointing out is like Apple wouldn't let any of them take their own photographs. They were only allowed to have Apple take photographs ah. that they would then be given them. Ah. And apparently one part of the reason why is because they have been very sly about not pointing this out that there is a an separate battery pack for these that <laughs> yes. is wired into the device. That's right. That's right. It's not built in, which the part of the point was as because the ones that are built in are much, much heavier and clunkier. Yes. Right. And can get hot and uncomfortable. Exactly. So they didn't want that. They wanted them to, be, to still be sleek and lightweight on yeah. your face. Yeah. But, to, but it still has to have batteries. Yes, so there's of an external battery pack, yeah. essentially, that you've got to have wired in. Yeah. So all the photos that they're allowing to put out are not allowed to show that battery pack at all. I see. It's got had to be like tucked I under a pillow. I did not know that. See? Had to be behind the sofa. <laughs> You're not allowed to access. And apparently, like even on Apple's site, like on the Apple Store site, yeah. like when you go there, if you go to scroll through like the images, you'll the never pro, see the battery. There's one. Oh, there's one. like one oh, okay. that just shows it independently. That ah. shows the the battery pack separate from the other photos, and not see. in the context of wearing I gotcha. it too. I gotcha. So there I was gotcha. that, and a bunch of the reviews also pointed out that if you wear glasses, you basically have to take them off mm-hmm. for the pro to work like it's right granted i hate wearing stuff over my glasses anyway sure and i get that this is something like it's close enough to your face that's probably not necessary wow but but again i don't know but also though we're talking about this the pro is supposed to have the whole like pass-through thing yeah absolutely you can see see what's going on around you what's going on around if i'm not wearing my glasses maybe i can see what's happening in there but i'm probably not seeing what's happening out there exactly which is conceptually wonderful but did did they learn nothing from google glass i I don't know i guess you know know. google glass flopped miserably because (laughs) it had you know a lot of these same issues so why did they make such a big deal out of this and and promote this thing i don't know man i mean as opposed to just keeping 
it in the gaming world for a while longer until they get all the. I just we're just not and we, there. We, maybe we're, we're wrong about this. And oh, I, and, if and, I'm proven wrong, okay, I will eat crow five right, years same from here, now. Same here. I and, just don't see it. And happening. I will say, like you know, I was. And this isn't actually going to be part of the CSS coverage, the mm-hmm. CES coverage I cover. But like, there was some stuff in there about like glasses that are legitimate, look like your normal eyeglasses or sunglasses mm. that will potentially have some of the inlay virtual stuff built into them. And that would be. And a I nice... feel like that's like the closest. Like yes, if there's a point someday where, and I don't know if I'm going to want this honestly. But if there's a point someday where you can tell me that I can get my standard eyeglasses yeah, right. with that with built-in the, technology exactly. is potentially yes, a part yes, of yes, them, you know, yeah. and, and not something completely different, like a whole other set I got to put yeah. on, maybe I'm a little more yeah. interested then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, I and know. I saw some use cases at NRF where that would be applicable. Yeah, you're right. In my everyday life, I, it's hard for me to imagine needing real-time information as I'm walking through the grocery right, store, even right. that. But but I did see some use cases where people are on, the, on, on a warehouse floor or doing yeah, picking or uh, mechanics, you know, where they need to see a little bit in depth onto whatever they're working on. So right. there, I think, are I could some... see, like, some good accessibility features. For you know, sure. Like, instant for translation, sure. like, for, you yeah, know, for, yeah. uh, for Why can't we start there? Let's know, start like, there with, instead of this big uh, ski goggle-looking thing that's going to rip. And yep, why did it yep. make MIT's list? Come on now. <laughs> I mean, I guess... So, because what was this list called? The breakthrough technology. Breakthrough. All right. Well, breakthrough like, now. I guess if it was like just the the interesting technologies we want to keep an eye on this year, I would get that. I don't know that it's going to be mm, breaking again, through. We might be wrong. And I guess if anyone can do it, it might be Apple. But I also <laughs> okay. feel like there's a colossal gamble going on <laughs> there's here. There's a big gamble. So anyway, we'll moving on. The other <laughs> one that's kind of sad. They put weight loss drugs on on their list, and you yep. know it's like. Yep. And they phrase it, you know, the global rise in obesity has called for an epidemic uh, by the World Health Organization. Medications like, you know, Wagovi and all these things now among the most powerful tools for patients and physicians. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into the commentary, but it's just sad that we're, we need more drugs, you know, in order to keep living. So I, I hate the fact that that one's made the MIT not, you know, yeah. technical review as being... Again, right breakthrough technology. So I will say, like, I know some people that have taken these and have been very successful with oh, them. They sure. Do, they very much do work. Oh, of course. And, and I know I'm not this, debating that at all. Right. But, but, but to your for point, everybody to be know, on it now. I know. And that's that. I hope it doesn't become that. I hope it doesn't become a thing where, like, everybody feels like if you aren't on these, then, right. you know, you are. What, what you are know, you doing? You're not the right kind of person. Exactly. And, and obviously, again, you get into, like, you know, an, an equity thing and who can afford this kind of, I, of stuff. Course. Of course. Right. But, you know, I mean, and it sounds like, you know, this suggests also like there's there's been some evidence that there's some other health benefits that Mm -hmm, come out of this stuff. mm -hmm. This is one of those things I feel like what this what this particular type of drugs are doing might set up might set us up for a future of some other interesting drugs that can very much help with, you know, increasing people's lifespans and helping tackle some really big, you know, potential health problems in the future. It's weird that we're starting with weight loss. <laughs> that speaks <laughs> well, a little bit to the vanity of, you yeah, know, uh, 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 yeah, of where yeah, we yeah, are as yeah. a society. There could be some great benefits that come out of this. But I also do also wonder, like, are, is there going to be some huge downsides that we're going to find out about could be. a decade down could the road, be. too? I mean, so, anything I that, that they're trying to push for everybody, I'm wildly exaggerating, but right. the, that's seen as being used by everybody. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. And that's I think that's it, because we, yeah. it's gone from something where, you know, 
I mean, I know some of these drugs were initially intended oh, for, for like sure. diabetes and folks. Like, uh, yeah, and there wonderful. were some issues around them getting access to them when this became popular. Right, yeah, because of scarcity. You know, in sure. a, your doctor's prescribing this in order to save your life kind of context, great. But if it's a, well, I want to shed a few extra pounds so yeah, I can, Yeah, because somebody you know, in L.A. or you name it, yeah, you know. because my in, the influencer on no, TikTok or whatever, whatever, you know, told me that I need to do this to look beautiful. I ain't got no yeah. patience for that. Chiplets was on here, which, which <laughs> yep, I thought was yep. pretty interesting. Really wasn't on my radar, but I'll give them that now that I've learned a little bit. These are small, specialized chips uh, that can be linked together to do some things that conventional chips do. So everybody's yeah. aware of the chip shortage out there, but apparently this is a slight, just a slight twist on some technology that you know that engineering has brought out there and you know if you're in the chips world you you had Moore's law go- kind of going for you right where exponentially like how much smaller faster can you and faster get? Yeah. and smaller and smaller, smaller yeah. but they're they're kind of up against some walls now. <laughs> right <laughs> so i mean they've and, unless we can leap into quantum computing right. uh which has its all kinds of issues over there stuff like this is going to maybe bridge the gap of these little chiplets so i like the branding of the name too chiplet right. just little chiplet. that is a it perfectly tells you what you need to know about it it's a smaller <laughs> chip uh the last one that i'll they'll uh, kind of key on here is exascale computers uh, or exascale computers. These are, you know, just again, these super fast, super computers now coupled with AI. Uh, when you get into what kind of calculations they can do and they can do exaflops worth of calculations, which yeah. by the way is one followed by 18 zeros. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's hard to get yourself I didn't around. Know, I, I'd never heard of exaflop. I'd heard of teraflop, oh, yeah. but I hadn't heard of ex- oh, exaflop. Exaflop. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the next whatever. Right. Uh, great, great thing. So, uh, some interesting things in there, you know. Obviously, we'll have this linked in in the notes. Yes, um, I'm. You probably keyed on Twitter killers because I know you're anti-Twitter <laughs> because of Elon, but uh, an X. But it, it, my opinion there is, it's really not going anywhere because there is no other platform like it. Yeah, it I've probably, tried it's not going to make as much money. But I you have know, tried it, out Blue Sky, and it's have you tried it's it? Fairly similar. It's uh-huh. Blue mean, Sky Threads. They they mentioned. And I'll anyway, be honest, Blue my Sky. beef with X. I mean, is you know the the Elon of it all is obviously a big part of it, but. Honestly, I'm just like I'm kind of done with a lot of the social media oh, stuff yeah, in I'm general. With you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'm all, I did I you know You I, mean I, the cesspool. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I created yeah, yeah. a blue sky account and I will say like you know the interface is maybe not quite as great but is fairly comparable to mm-hmm. Twitter slash X whatever. And I think there's you know there's potential there but at the same time, I'm also like, I just don't in, just enjoy these as much yeah. as I used to. And you know? Maybe like, that's going to be a trend. I think everybody's kind of there. And yeah. I, we'll get into that on my LinkedIn article coming up here about okay. the dating. Uh, but there's some atrophy happening. It just, you know, people just generally, you know, understand what social media yeah. can yeah. do for the good, but really what it can. Exactly. You know, the cesspool that it turns exactly. into. Exactly. But anyway, so you got companies that failed uh, in China? Yes. So this is, like I said, we got <laughs> you and I, when we sent us, sent each other, uh, here's all of the stuff we want to talk about for Tech Bytes this week. <laughs> we all three, we, we had three visual capitalist articles. So we're going to do those here, three in a row, a little mini trilogy. This first one is actually from two years ago. I was literally finding some old emails of, you know, newsletters I've signed yep. up for and yep. digging through them. Like, hey, let me find some interesting articles in these. All right. So this might be slightly outdated, but I think it's, you know, fairly still relevant. Yeah, yeah, still relevant. Mm-hmm. So basically they they create this interesting chart, you know, visualization of American companies that failed in China. Mm. And by and they basically, you know, put them up for a lifespan of like how long they lasted. Well, the <laughs> okay. longest lasting American tech company in, in China so far has been Yahoo. They actually made it really? 266 months 
They ran. They were able to run in China from September of ninety nine through November of twenty twenty one. So they've had by far the longest run. The only so when you say just for clarity, you're saying that they, you know, Yahoo went in, opened their doors, and China basically let them operate as Yahoo without yes, shutting them down or coming up with their own version or kicking them out, basically, right? Right. But in it, essence, the caveat there though is that for some of these also, as some of them did come up against the. The issues of China, you know, with censorship, mm, with, you know, wanting access to their data, data the stuff that yeah. caused them to end up leaving. Uh, is a, a lot of that is because of the got, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yahoo, may, or Yahoo just managed the last longest. And they said Chinese, their China expansion was followed by a 2003 acquisition of a local tech firm, 3721, and a $1 billion investment into Alibaba mm-hmm. in 2005. That's basically what kept them rolling. But even that much time, even for as long as they were there, they still couldn't last and, and, and have now been defunct for a few years there. The only one, other ones that have even come close, Amazon got to run there for 178 months from <laughs> 2004 to 2019. Of okay. course, there's a lot of stiff competition. So there's no Amazon, Amazon in China now? No, okay. because Amazon has a lot of, again, oh, Alibaba. Alibaba. One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a couple other big online retailers, like it's at joyo.com and jd.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, actually, Amazon got in by acquiring Joyo, and that's how they kind of put their foot in the door there. Mm-hmm. But they still couldn't make it either. Some other companies that on here that, you know, Last, I think one of the funniest ones here is Forever 21, <laughs> which apparently has I had see that. three separate attempts, at least, again, as of this writing, has had three separate attempts. The last one was as of August of 21, or as of 2022, I guess, when this article came out, February 22, was still ongoing. But apparently they tried first in June of 2008 and shuttered it literally a year later. Okay. Started up again in December of 2011. A couple years later. Last, okay. Actually managed to last eight years that time. All right. Almost eight years uh-huh. that time. Again, got stopped again for like another couple of years, came back in late 21, and were and theoretically are still going. I, I forgot. I was going to look up and see if they still Is it worth it now. at that point? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess they're know, making that decision to forever what's 21. What's going on with but... that one? Now, we've, you know, we know a lot about Google. Obviously, we've heard about their you know, mm, very public yep, battles yep. With, with China. Yep. They only lasted 50 months. And there was some censorship disputes. And mm-hmm. apparently China actually did a state-sponsored hack on them at one point. <laughs> so all these companies That's just not keep, good for business, no, by the way. They, yeah. just, they keep trying, and they just yeah. keep not making it. And, and, and I get it, obviously, because it's yeah. a massive market. Oh, it's sure. A, That's the, it's, it's the a goal, It's a huge right? market. And it, it reminds me of, you know, like Hollywood has obviously done a lot to try to appease and, and be, you know, yes. viable in China. Yeah. But to the you detriment of— You think that's going to turn someday? I, I think it will because— mm-hmm. You know, like the some of the big studios like Disney and some of these others or whatever that, you know, they have to basically do a lot of censoring and a lot of oh, neutering yeah. of their, their properties and their and films. And or cha- flat out changing stuff. Right. But go ahead. And yeah. I think that's going to call. Co- I think that's kind of what's maybe causing some issues with some of these big studios that are dealing with issues of like, well, we're not getting good content that really is as, mm. as fleshed out mm-hmm. and as, you know, and as mm-hmm. and speak to as many people as we should because we have to tone it down in certain ways mm-hmm. in order to, to address the international market. Yeah. And I get, yeah. again, I understand that there's a, that's a massive, a lot of money they potentially return their backs on. But at the same time, you got to reach a point where you go, is it, really is it worth, worth it? it? Yeah. When we're creating product that yeah. just isn't, isn't working for other audiences either because we're not making product because we're trying to make it fit in. That's where right. China will allow us that's to be. Right. So that's right. Interesting infographic. Check very, it out. Yeah. See very some other companies that had short runs. Well, you know, <laughs> I, d- I just didn't realize, I assume for whatever reason that a lot of these companies were kind of operating 
in in China. Yeah, but, I would have too. None of, you know, a lot of these aren't. I, like I said, I'd heard about the Google curious. stuff and yeah. Amazon, but yeah. most of the others, I just had not even realized no, like that Groupon they'd had these problems. Or yeah. Home Depot, I guess, pulled out. Best Buy, of course. Um, Macy's, no, not over there. So it's it's really curious. Now I'm wondering, like, what other manufacturers could they? You know, are they up against the same thing? Yeah, you, just, yeah. you don't see yeah. any of them in here. But really, really fascinating. Anyway, yeah, yeah that was definitely. a good stuff. So the other visual capital <laughs> uh, one was 50 years of video gaming industry revenues by platform. Yeah, this was interesting. And I just love this eye candy because so we're looking at gaming. Why over the last 50 years? Well, gaming really wasn't kind of around, uh, you know, before 1970. In fact, it's cool because they've got a little chart in here that you can toggle through and see. In 1970, revenues and billions of dollars uh, in in gaming, zero. (laughs) (laughs) 1971, uh, you know, probably around a billion. And then, you know, and it just slowly grows, you know, a couple billion here and there. But really the explosive nature happens in the last, I would say, eight years. So from 2014 to today, it went from a $90 billion, using round figures, $90 billion industry to $180 billion. So uh, even though it's been around for 50 years, in the last eight years, it's doubled. Right, so, you right. know, there's commentary number one. I guess we're, right. we're getting way more. And then if you look at where it's happening, and this is the visual. This, I think this was the really you, interesting part. That you yeah. really have to kind of get into. You know, when you look at it, arcades used to be the bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. You know, if you were in the 80s, like, <laughs> like I was. In about 82, you know, 85 in, in, or so. In the early yeah. 80s, I remember arcades, oh, yeah. and that's that's where you I dropped quarters. Like I mean, like, you know, Atari and television stuff was out there for home use, but mm-hmm. it it didn't even it oh. wasn't even comparable no to playing you had to be rich i mean you yeah the yeah. normal people were not paying were not playing those kind everybody went to the arcade right. you know that's where you played your pac-mans of yep. the world and yep. stuff like that and i just remember that and then uh they qualified as handheld which i don't know that i understand i think that's more of like the game boys okay and like the actual handheld like mini consoles of okay that were because, to but go. those have died but, off right because they're even not, though we still have things like the twitch or uh, not the Twitch, the Switch. But the Switch is still considered as a console, console? that has Got a mobile it. feature, has ah, a handheld okay. feature right. to it. Isn't it curious, though, that consoles have remained very steady since, like, 2000? Yeah, yeah. About $30 billion a year. And I in, think a lot revenue. of that is, I mean, you know, we, we get these new iterations of consoles that have, you know, the kind of high-level, high-tech high graphics gaming that you mm-hmm. cannot replicate on mobile mm-hmm. still yet necessarily. Or get a computer that's fast enough right. to do it, right? And yep. I'd say also, especially in the last, let's say, five, six years or so, the rise of Twitch, mm. which is like the the gaming yeah. streaming platform. Where you can watch. Yeah. Right, which mm-hmm. was built basically. It was, you know, it's it, there's a lot of other stuff you can do on Twitch, right. but essentially it's it's become the hub for people mm-hmm. to game online and, mm-hmm. and stream and show it off, and there's a whole mm-hmm. influencer culture around that. So I guess that's been a big part of what's kept a lot of these consoles alive. Because ah. even though, because I mean, I think the fascinating thing there too is even when you look at these consoles, if you recall, like over the last few years or so, there's been like massive like shipping shortages and yep. and, and yep. you know a, enough yeah, quantity supply chain issues sure. for like you know the PS5 and the last couple iterations of the Xbox, and yet mm-hmm. in spite that. It's still an incredibly lucrative market, even though they've had some troubles getting some of that stuff out there. So yeah, yeah. So you know, kind of looking at some other takeaways here. Obviously, PC kind of grew into it. Um, you know, arcades still there, very anemic, but they're still out there. But the really big winner here is mobile. Oh yeah. Look at mobile. Yeah. 
from That's like nuts. 2007 on, it's crazy. It, it represents 101 billion dollars today of the gaming community. So, what what do you think are those games? Is is this is this Candy Crush? It's yeah, it's that kind of stuff. And in fact, we've our next one we'll is get it, into is a little bit of that. What this is, you know, yes, that now your, on your phone you can get all these little games. Yep, it's, it's your solitary. mass appeal mobile games that okay. people are playing on their phones. All right, like killing time or whatever. Exactly, and, and they're spending ten dollars to get more gold coins. Yeah, and exactly. they can do yep, whatever. The with monetization it. stuff going on, and plus you get into look stuff at that like number the, though, dude. That's huge. Oh yeah, I would never have guessed that. I would have. Yep. I would have flipped mobile with consoles. Uh, this is how little I know about it. I mean, I would have thought that consoles or PCs would have been the biggest number of where the gaming's happening. But no, I mean, mobile just crushes it. Yep, crush hundred billion you... compared to a combined in the PC console market of seventy billion. So even if you combine yeah, those yeah. two, you're still thirty billion dollars short. Anyway, you were going to say? I, well, I guess it's it's when you get into this stuff like, um, I don't know, like the, um, I'm trying to think of some of these newer games that are on mobile now that I can't, they're off the top of my head for some reason. Mm, I can't, okay. I yeah. can't think of the names of some of these, you know, these like massive multiplayer online battle games and yeah. stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. That that are just drawing like a maybe it's Roblox. In. It's Roblox. <laughs> Roblox. My is daughter one. plays that again. Our endlessly. Next, we'll talk about it. Roblox is one of the the top mobile gaming apps that's out okay. there right, right now. So yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I think that's that's a big part of it. And and I guess I guess maybe also too there's a there's a lot more mass appeal I guess there because it's it's a lot simpler to just everybody everybody's walking around with phones. Yes. Right. So not yeah. everybody has the latest and greatest you know console console in right. their household anymore. Yeah. Not everybody has. You know, PCs that are built for gaming. You know, that's very expensive to put together a gaming PC. You know, and not a, and and most people don't sit around, and that's that's the thing they do on long periods of time is sit around gaming for hours on end. Mm-hmm. But mobile games are something that everybody has probably has one or two on their phone. This is true that they are just you know. So when just think of the scale line, is what you're saying. Yeah, when they're yeah. bored or something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and just pop it out and just start playing a game. Everybody does that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just on planes. I'm like, and I'm playing solitaire, wasting time, and then I look <laughs> exactly. around. Everybody around. <laughs> It's doing the same yep. thing, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's that's a cool link. Go look at that 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 chart, and it you'll kind of see see how that uh, relates. But you're saying so interrelated, yeah, interrelated, that, yeah. Uh, Visual Capital has also put out in November their ranking of the world's most popular apps by downloads. Uh-huh. This is this was as of 2022. I guess from the year 2022. By millions of downloads. Okay. Now, and, is this a global number or is um, it worlds? Yeah, the yeah, world's, world's most popular. Okay. Yep. yep these most are global. popular apps worldwide. Because there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm like, I've literally never heard of this because they're more popular apps in other countries, potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, they broke this down. I like the way they set this up. Again, Visual Capitals always makes cool little mm-hmm. visual appealing you know, uh, graphics here. So they set this up by grouping these apps into different types of apps, like mm-hmm. entertainment, oh, okay. social, Got it. shopping, yeah. games, mm-hmm. etc., and then essentially within each of those, breaking down what are the tops. Now, obviously, the top overall in 2022 was TikTok wah, with wah. 672 million downloads worldwide. <laughs> your your favorite antagonist. My favorite app. <laughs> right of course, uh, 672 million. Followed wow. not, I guess, sort of, I guess maybe not surprisingly, but sort of surprisingly by Instagram. Yeah. Which is still fairly Basically popular. the same thing. Facebook, which I'm still, I'm surprised. Very I mean, surprised. Granted, I guess, you know, probably a few years back, Facebook would have been number one with a 
bullet for several is years. This in other a row. countries, maybe it's growing in other countries. That could kind be of it thing? because it's still like there's other countries where like there's just not access to some of the other social media right. platforms, yeah, or yeah, where yeah, Facebook yeah. is very new. Mm-hmm. And Facebook takes on a different purpose sometimes mm-hmm. in other countries than it does here now, where mm-hmm. it's a lot more about news and information, right. and it's you know a yeah. much stronger way for people to stay connected. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part. Of, same with like WhatsApp. Like WhatsApp has become a widely popular, you know, uh, app in, in a lot of other countries that don't True. have access to a lot of the other kinds of messaging apps. And, True. Yep. Or there may be like restrictions on what they can do over messages and, you know, more government monitoring type mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. WhatsApp offers a way out of that. So those were the ease, by far the big four apps over the, uh, in 2022. Uh, after that, like I said, it's, it's kind of interesting to see in some of the other realms, like in gaming, for instance, Subway Surfers is number one. <laughs> a game that I had not heard of until my son found it on his little Amazon Fire tablet. Okay. And got so obsessed with playing it. Subway Surfers that you're I had because yeah, because yeah, yeah. the uh, like when you when you give a fire tablet or whatever to a yeah. kid, like you can set parental restrictions on it and, stuff. and let him go. And I basically had to like change his restrictions on there so he wasn't obsessively playing that game and getting frustrated <laughs> by it. And it's it's one of those ridiculously simplistic runner yes. games yes. where you're just, you're just running, running. And you just gotta move to grab. Well, it's coins like Mario Brothers, just in three D and right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Exactly. You're getting coins. Except you're even, jumping. You're even not simpler. dying. Like you don't have to. Like yeah. there's not much thought behind it. It's just a swipe left, <laughs> swipe right, up, down from time to time. And he's falling in love with those games. And again, so much so that I was like, I gotta put a little stop. It's like I don't mind him playing Mario on the Switch mm-hmm. for a couple hours on mm-hmm. end sometimes because at least I feel like there's a little more brain engagement. And yep. Yep. thought process going yep. on there, you yep. know, to puzzle things out. Yeah. So so that I, I, that was interesting that stood out because it was a game that otherwise I would not have known about. Roblox is on that well, list. It was yeah. the third biggest third. Yep. gaming app in 22. Um, and then you get into stuff like, you know, like Spotify is a big one in the in the music side. Um, on the shopping, Shein, which I feel like everybody talks about, but I've mm-hmm. never seen anybody use. Uh, warning for Amazon. Shein got 229 million downloads. Amazon, a poultry, 195. I almost no, wonder I'm if it's kidding. just because but everybody already has Amazon. Pro- maybe, so there's n- less people Fair. that need to download it, Fair. whereas Shein's a newer app. You ever heard of Misho? I've never heard of Misho, nope. Shopee, nope. Uh, Flipkart. Never heard of, heard of any you know. of those. And kind of going back to the gaming, by the way, just to show how detached I am from gaming, I only recognize two out of the ten, Roblox <laughs> and Candy Crush. I like you had no idea about Subway Surfer. No, Stumble not, Guy. What Stumble Guy? I don't, don't know, know any of these. There's a FIFA Mobile. Like okay, I, under, I know what FIFA oh, games okay, are. Okay, you know, okay, like yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. none of the other ones I'd heard of there yeah. either. Yeah. Um. It, but yeah. So some other interesting ones here. Um. You know, Google Maps and Uber showed up high on the the travel mm-hmm. list uh, with over 100 million downloads each. Yep. They they even break down like crypto apps. They've got dating apps, which. These dating apps, I had not heard of a, I don't think a single well, one of these. There's the dating apps. Let's that's see. the ones yeah. in red over here. Or, red. Oh, no, okay. I see. Pin, I'm sorry. That's not, um, the red ones was health, which I had not heard of. I was going to say Sweatcoin the, the is a dating ones, app. The, <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that pretty much could be. <laughs> Tinder is at the top of the dating uh, apps. I, I, I see it now. I yes. had heard of that, but uh, some yeah. of the other ones I wasn't aware Never of. Never heard of them. Some interesting pay ones, like uh, something called Phone Pay, which is Phone P E. I'm assuming that must be a foreign mm, uh, payment yes, payment app yes. of some sorts. So yeah, check how these do we out. not know about those? We live in this industry, I, I, I right? Know. Check these out. There's some very interesting stuff in here that no. you may have known, not known about. Of course, the entertainment side outside of TikTok, you've still got Netflix, which is high up there. Yep. yep. YouTube, Disney yep. Plus. Yep. 
Amazon Prime, HBO Max. So uh, well, I mean, I'm going to go into food before we leave this. I'm going to go into food because I found that surprising. McDonald's 127 million downloads compared to Starbucks only 34. That's a good point. McDonald's had 4X I don't what know Starbucks if, has. I wonder if, because I know McDonald's had a huge push with their app for a while. Like, you know, where like every time you roll up into their drive Do you have the McDonald's app? I do. I oh, use it see? for, okay. I do use it for ordering. Like sometimes if I want to oh, pre-order, right. and it's mostly because of the rewards program. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. They got a pretty lucrative rewards program if you, mm-hmm. and I don't even go to McDonald's a lot. But yeah, it's you one get of free things, fries, like, free drinks. Yeah, you buy pretty a few easily. T- there's There's yeah. always all kinds of deals they'll give you and you I get see. rewards that build up fairly quickly. Well, they're and dominant. I think they made a big. They push. are dominant. I will say, I was surprised though to see Uber Eats mm-hmm. on here at the second place one after McDonald's. Mm-hmm. With and in this Why? this grouping they have here, you don't see DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash is there, right next to McDonald's. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, yeah. there. My bad. But okay, so I was a little surprised that Uber Eats was higher, higher than, than DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah, I know. I've never used Uber Eats. I like I I, I downloaded it all the time. and used it maybe once or twice and didn't. Yeah. Didn't find it as useful it as DoorDash, useful. Mm-hmm. but maybe it's one of those things. Maybe Uber Eats has a bigger foothold in other countries than yeah. they do here. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of fascinating. Anyway, check TikTok, it out. Still, find out where your favorite app if it falls on here. Or, you know, <laughs> and I, and I, and I'll be interested. In this I want to make sure make a point out of trying to find if they hopefully they put this out again for twenty three, mm-hmm. so we can see how much stuff has changed this year and what new apps suddenly rose to the top. Yeah, maybe. it's like an ongoing. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, that we yep, weren't yep. expecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Dean. Uh, what do we got next here? We got some. Uh, this is what we're talking about: LinkedIn for dating. So. I mean, you know, I heard about this and I was like, wait, what? Because I, I fully admit I am not in this world. I've been happily married for here. 20, yeah. whatever, eight years. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I'm just detached from this world. But apparently the hottest dating site today is LinkedIn. And I love the way that they... they Marco just they, threw a fist up in the air. He's like, Oh, yes. he, he agrees. People are mixing business with pleasure on job site. What could possibly go wrong? I love that <laughs> subset there. And so I was like, what? I mean, this, this was just such a shock to me that, you know, I'm like, I wouldn't have even thought to do this. But after you read this article, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. it makes a whole lot of sense why people are utilizing this. But just a couple things to throw out there just to kind of prime the, the, the dialogue here. Pew Research uh, did a study uh, in 2023 of U.S. adults. And, and now these are, you know, obviously folks that are, are using apps and in the dating scene. Nearly one third of the respondents said they had used online dating sites or apps at least once. So think about that. You know, nearly one third right. of all U.S. adults have, have used some kind of dating app. So they're, right. so they're being used a lot, right? More than half the women who use the apps reported to feeling overwhelmed by the number of messages they had received That's in the past shocking. year. Yeah. Not shocking. I mean, I can't even imagine women being on these dating apps and just getting hounded right by, yep. you know, an inordinate amount of men. While 64% of men felt they uh, said they felt insecure from a lack of messages that they were <laughs> getting. So, I mean... It, Kind of feels like the same at a bar. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. But but anyway, it's like, okay, so I get that. So basically, dating apps have got the same issues as we as As the real dating world does, yeah. Absolutely. So another survey then uh, that looked into this now... You know, everyone now let's pivot over to LinkedIn. You know, everybody uses LinkedIn differently, but apparently, obviously, people are using this as a dating app. In a survey from last year, respondents agreed in May 
uh, passport photo online asked a thousand female LinkedIn users in the U.S. about the romance about romance on the platform. The survey wasn't strictly scientific, but an overwhelming 91 percent of, of women reported receiving romantic overtures or otherwise inappropriate messages on the platform. So men so do better, have, right? Come on, <laughs> three quarters on, said that one point or another, th- these unwanted advances advances drove them to limit their activity on the site. So, so I again, this I'm, is I'm not, not something shocked that by I, this at all, but yeah. I'm also appalled that the. That the number is that ridiculously high. Ninety-one percent of women have received some type of romantic overture while on LinkedIn. It's like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I guess that makes sense too. But man, it's like I again, just I had never really even thought about this, and and it's yeah. going to have some negative impacts, right? I mean, if right. it turns into this, uh, this what do we call it? De facto kind of <laughs> dating app. Well, a lot of the women are just going to leave, yep. you know, yep. because we already learned that through the apps that the, in the, in the aforementioned survey where, you know, they're inundated with messages. So now if they're trying to use it as a professional platform, but getting inundated with overtures and the, I thought the article did a really good job of setting up some use cases of, I, I totally understand why people are using it because right. I guess one of the main advantages is, well, okay, you can actually see people's real world life on this. You yes. can't lie. You shouldn't. Well, it would be you could, but you yes, could, but it would be yes. really much more as opposed to a dating app where you can create like a fake kind of right, persona right. that you're looking to get a certain type of person right. or whatever. But if you're on LinkedIn, you're pretty much telling the world, you know, what your professional career has been, right. and, and people can see what you've been doing. So there's a little bit more authenticity there. And so if you see somebody there that you know. Oh, I you know this is the type of person I'd be attracted to, uh, and then there's uh, you know the stories about how how people do that now, and so it's like maybe they'll DM them around a specific business need, like hey, right. we're thinking of hiring somebody, and you look like a pretty good fit. Could you know would you mind to? And then that turns into yeah, uh, that's that's the part that pissed me off. I read a, that a couple like, of discussions on. later. It's yeah. like oh, you want to go out on a date? Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry you didn't get the job, but would you like to hook up? You know, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I can see you're. A little disgusted by this whole thing. Did I, you know uh, this was happening? I didn't. I mean, I mean, and I, and I, mean I, I again for I guess like to your point, yeah, a good you and I are on I the wrong right. But he, I, here's the thing: I also feel like if I if I were single, I don't know that I would have ever thought of LinkedIn as a place to go. Yeah. Like I understand the idea of like you know meeting someone at work. I mean, I met my, my wife through work. You mm-hmm. know, like and I, I've dated other people that I've met because I worked with them at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. I get that as a place where people sometimes meet, and that's where you, yeah. you build relationships because yeah. you spend a lot of time with them. I understand yeah. that stuff. Well, and I don't think that's a you know I mean it can be an issue, but I don't think that's a problem. But I think now this is a weird, interesting extension of that where. Because again, I would think I would assume most of what we're talking about here is not people necessarily using LinkedIn to date someone that they're already working with, right? But using it as a way to go hunt down other people, right? You know, and find someone that they're interested in dating. And, and I think there's probably appropriate uses of this. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying this is a negative across the board, but I can see how this would go wildly wrong, right? <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if you if your if your meet cute story is, oh well, we you know we connected exactly. on yeah, LinkedIn, right. yeah. because we were we were in the same business world, and it turns out we you know yeah. met each other, fell in love, yep. like great. That's yep. awesome. Good, yep. right. Great, cute story. Yeah. But if you're, the goal is, well, I'm going to get in here and I'm going to create my account and I'm going to go hunting and, you know, and I'm going to I'm going to connect with 100 people. And of those 100 people, I'm going to DM 10 of them. I know. And, you know, and check just, out all you know, their, their profiles. Oh and, well, but that's also like the other thing of that, too. Like, and I, again, this is where it becomes almost then no different, indistinguishable mm. from a standard dating app. Right. Where it's all about 
putting the best version of yourself, trying to put the best version of yourself out there. Like what is the best possible headshot picture that I can throw up there that makes me look hot? What, how can I, how can I change what my job title sounds like to make me sound like I'm a bigger deal and yes, make more money than right? I actually do? Okay. You know? So like, it's going to start distorting that, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. where I'm like, are we going to reach this point where like stuff is ridiculously faked on LinkedIn or yeah. like there's fake profiles. That's, that's that killing the platform. There. Right. <laughs> Man, I swear, just leave it. Or leave a, it to people that are just desperate to find someone to go out on a date hey, with. To, love has to made ruin people something. do very strange things. Whole whole uh, countries have gone to war. And let's over be honest. Love. And let's be honest. We're also mostly talking about men here, because again, oh, of course we. Are. I don't think it's the women that are going out here. Of and, course we and, are. And no, using no. this for the ill purposes. No, 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 no. It's we're, the dudes yeah, that are it's going. The dudes. Out. Well, yeah, I laid that foundation. I'm yeah, gonna. It's I, mostly I, the you dudes. know, I'm gonna take an informal survey around the office and ask some of the ladies in the office and be like, hey, I think you'd be shocked at what. Well, that's just it. I have a feeling that I would. As, a, a as another antidote, you know, I, I talked to my middle daughter who's 21 and, you know, she'll say all the time, oh, I get DM'd all the time on you name the social platform yes. about doing yep. various nefarious whatever, right. even right. sexual advantage. It, it's constant yep. on there. And she laughs it off. But, you know, it's like, OK, well, Which I guess I, it's an attitude you, you almost have gotten callous yeah. to it, I guess, yeah. to a certain, but it's still wrong. You yeah. know, it's still that's just me, you know, yeah. and, and I don't live in. But then, like, because I, anyway. I feel that the problem with this then becomes too, like, this is where like a creep factor could set in. That because a lot of times, like, you know, social media, mm-hmm. most people, and especially I guess women on social media, you know, that learn about this stuff, learn how to privatize their social media, learn to be cautious about what they're sharing, learn right. to be cautious about yep. anything that could leave someone to find them yep. or to right. track them down or whatever. LinkedIn, because of the nature of it, of being professional, that yeah. idea of like, hey, I need to be connected with people throughout my network to build opportunities. I need to show where I am, yep. whether I'm attending a certain show. You know, we just, yep. NRF, we just had a couple few weeks back, you know, like it, like stuff like that that people are telling, talking for about sure. where they're going to be. Well, imagine if you're someone who's wanting to use this for nefarious purposes or to try to find someone that you could... Yeah. Let's, I'm going to put date in heavy quotes because it's, let's be yeah. honest, that's not the goal probably of a lot right, of these guys. Right, 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 right. Like, if that's the the case, then they're on there scrolling through their posts going like, all right, I know that she's going to be at this show next week. I'm going to be at that show too, and I'm going to see if I can find her, you know? like. And again, <laughs> I would I know imagine, was, oh, I would God, guarantee that there are women that occurs. They've got a booth set up at of a course. show, yeah. and some what guy shows up, and he's just wanting to see yeah. if he can get her out for some drinks or something yeah. afterwards. Yeah. wow. Yeah, see? Do better! <laughs> You've got the mind of a devious soul. There it is. There it is. Anyway, let's shift over. So who knew? Probably the whole world knew, but you and I, it's, it was yeah, enlightening yeah. to read about that. So we're going to go over to CES now. Yes. So obviously... This is one of those shows, by the way, I want to get to some of you. I, but go same ahead. here, man. Yeah. Like, this is this is always one of the coolest tech shows in the world. So the Consumer Electronics Show, mm-hmm. uh, big deal every year where there's always, like, interesting new outside the box technology that's being demonstrated, some yep. of which eventually may actually make it into your hands, some of which is just high concept stuff right. that you will yeah. never ever actually but see. But it's still got a cool factor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I love every year, like every time I hear the shows I'm like, oh I gotta do a wrap up of this and talk about it. So uh, like a couple articles I'll put in the show notes of some of the wrap ups and I would love to hear folks find other interesting things that came out of it. But a few things I wanted to point out. Uh, one, I'm always fascinated by the concept cars mm-hmm. because they almost never come to fruition. <laughs> but I'm always looking at them like, man, that's cool. Uh, and a couple of them that stood out to me in this one this year. One is BMW put out a talking color-changing car, I, yep. and they equated it to, and not only did they equate it to, but on stage they actually rolled it out next to Kit, 
from Knight Rider. My, one of my all-time <laughs> favorite oh, absolutely. vehicle dun-nant, in, in, dun-nant, in dun-nant, pop culture. Dun-nant. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the, the music, the cool look of the car, <laughs> the little red thing on the front, just and uh, what was that guy's voice? The, the, oh, yeah. I He's cannot remember British. his name. William something or other. Yeah. Like, they did the voice of the car. Like, you know, just, <laughs> just a classic. Loved it. And they also roll out Herbie, the love Her- Oh, Herbie. I see Herbie in the yeah. picture. Yeah, okay. Uh, so basically, yeah, BMW has created a car that does have its own, like, you know, responsive talking, you know, um, uh, AI built mm-hmm. into it or whatever that talk to people and the color changing technology, which is something that actually has been at CES a few times over the last E-ink. few years. E-ink, yes, where you the can, E-ink technology. You can customize the color of your car there too. So that one was <laughs> neat. Hyundai also put out a, a new, I feel like every year they always got some kind of concept car. Uh-huh. They threw out a new concept car called, uh, where was theirs at? It's at the bottom of my the list Steering here. Tech? Is it the Hyundai no, that Steering was cool. Tech? Oh, no, I'm okay. sorry, it wasn't Hyundai, it was Honda. Oh, Honda. The Honda Zero Series Saloon which is one of those ones that just has that cool new futuristic concept car look where even like the rims look like like diamonds or something okay. on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a transparent canopy, center-facing bench seats. Uh, so there was those. The other the other car thing was Hisense, uh, which showed a projector car concept. Which <laughs> Now, Hisense <laughs> isn't a company that makes cars, but they were showing in-car TV technology where you could basically have like full screen video walls uh, you know, on, yeah. in your car and on the I windshield. saw that on the LG one too, but go ahead. Yeah. It's it, like it's well, all this stuff where I'm like, again, why, this all why sounds do we great. Need, why do we need to look at displays in our car? <laughs> There's windows. <laughs> It's all this stuff that sounds great as long as the entire world is on these (laughs) self-driving cars. Then I'll feel comfortable watching a television or watching a movie or something in mine. Fair enough. So there was the car stuff. The only other things that really stood out to me on this, too, this one is one of my favorite things that I really hope happens. Self-service airport screening. Oh, I was going to pause on that one, too. And especially for you, I'm sure, as someone who's just done a lot of traveling, there's a lot more to come. I want this. Imagine not having to stand in the lines. No. I mean, you you might have lines for the pods, but at least when you get there, Mm -hmm. not having to wait for that person that is flying for the first time and doesn't know they need to take (laughs) off shoes. Doesn't know what does belong or not belong in their bag. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know how to walk through a you know mm-hmm. the security detector or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is just gumming up the works. Everybody instead would get their own little pod that mm-hmm. they'd go sit down. Yep. They would have all the scanning stuff. They would put you put your luggage in to get yep. that scanned. Yep. It would self scan your body. Ask Move questions, along efficiently. Yes. Check your ID. Yeah. You're done. You go on. You, yeah. You're not. Again, you might maybe you wait in a line to get to the pod, mm-hmm. but you're not waiting in line for people to figure out how to get through security. Yes, because for those of us that do fly or <laughs> you know frequently, I, we, we the getting this. through security part of things with the other people that aren't mm-hmm. frequent flyers is probably the most aggravating part sometimes of that. One hundred percent. I'll give you the antidote. I was just coming back, and there was this lovely family in front of us, uh, to a young couple with. Five kids under the age of oh, six, I, you know, and and it started off wonderfully. They had them contained. It was all wonderful until they got up to the belt where they had to start now, you know, taking everything right, off right, and putting everything right. on the belt. And where did the meltdown really happen? When the littlest one had to give up the blanket to oh. go through the belt. Oh, I mean, you, you could have just Which started. Why? I mean, come you on. Let started the kid have the blanket, well, you know? Like. That's fair. You could have started a nuclear war and nobody would have known about it because this kid was like just going ballistic. Oh, and no, that lasted awful. because I was going through customs. That lasted for the next 20 minutes. Anyway, oh, no. these pods look wonderful, though. And yes. and they're kind of implementing a little of this at CVG. Have you been through lately? Uh, not on the in, but on the out. When you get off the plane 
and now they're funneling everybody. You walk through three glass doors, basically. I was like, is this for the customs? Like when you're coming? No, no, no. This is anybody. Oh, okay. uh, you walk through three glass doors, and I think they're doing it as a security. You know, they used to have the literally the red tape on the floor. You cannot right, cross right, back. Right. If you once you cross this line, you can't go back. Right. Right there. And every airport's got it when you're when you're kind of walking out of the facility. Well, now they've got these doors where it's taking your picture and all that good stuff oh, nice. as you leave. But anyway, I love this concept. Can we can we have this now, please? I know. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready for that one. That was the one tech on here that I was like, man, if you can get this sooner than later, I'd be happy with that. The other two that stood out to me, that this one's interesting. The the iPhone case with a built-in keyboard, a physical <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> not a bad idea. Uh, it's not, not a bad it's idea. Because they especially they say they call it the love letter to old school BlackBerry fans. It's called Click, it's from Clicks Technology. It's a $139 though, iPhone keyboard case. Uh, that basically you plug it in around it's it's got you know the case around the the phone but mm-hmm. then the bottom part basically extends out with a little touch keyboard that actually has the physical keys on it yep I kind of get it in a way though because I feel like typing on an iPhone is harder than ever for yep. some reason yep. yep like it's like I can just go try to type the most basic thing and somehow it's still it's wrong still every wrong. time even when I'm and then it auto corrects to yeah. the completely wrong word exactly yeah. so I thought yeah. I'm like hey you know what that's not a terrible idea I don't know that I would want it because I don't know if I want something that makes my phone that much bigger but mm-hmm. Interesting accessory. And then the last one, which actually Shane Mishler mentioned on our last episode, the Samsung Bali, which is a little ball thing that moves around. It's a rolling companion that kind of you know, operates as kind of yep. like a, an in-home you know, yep. assistant, yep. but it actually moves around and can project stuff on walls for you. So it can project, you know, if you wanted to watch something. I see you as having one of these someday. I kind of dig this. I, I'm, I've not been one for the virtual assistant thing. Like, I don't have an Echo. Well, or, he kind of you know, sold me on the Alexa security aspect, too, because this thing can, like, it just, ro- I heard Monitor a noise. Monitor your home while you're going to go over there. Yeah. You know, I kind of like that. Or, you know, when I'm on the road and the family's, I leave the family behind, I'd love to have something kind of rolling around saying, yeah. hey, who are you? you exactly. Know? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I thought it was kind of neat. I was like, you know, like he had mentioned it. I hadn't seen it. And then I saw it in this. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm kind of intrigued just looking at this thing. It's yeah. And it's a cute little form factor, which is the kind of thing that, you know, mm-hmm. people dig sometimes when mm-hmm. their their tech is also kind of cute. And, yep. you know, yep. looks like, you know, it could be like the an extension of a family pet kind of thing. So, well, the only one I'll call out and we can we can uh, drop the topic is there are these rings. I'm starting to see yeah, some of these stylish rings. Too. And now these these have technology in them, not just the monitoring your health, right. which is kind of a short putt, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but now just with a ring, like, you know, I'm referring to my wedding ring right now, but, you know, of that size, now you can actually start doing things like controlling lights and TVs in your, in your, uh, in your home and things of that nature. So right. talk about a wearable. Well, okay. You know, stylish ring now that, that I can do all those things with. That might be actually a technology that starts taking off a little bit. I could see that yeah, happening. I could see that too. I, I did find you know in the worlds of projected cars that really aren't going to go anywhere. <laughs> I can see a, a stylish ring that actually has a little bit of utility to it. Yeah, yep, I can see that yep. catching on. I, I concur. Anyway, I good stuff, it. man. Good I, stuff. I agree. Good stuff. All right. Well, hey, there we go. We got through some more tech bites. As always, go to the show notes and you can find links to all of this stuff we've talked about. Lots of good links. Uh, and and hey, as always, we want to hear from you. Yep. Your tech bites. Yep. I, I feel like I put this call out all the time. No one's ever sent me a tech bite yet. And well, I don't know right why. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's simple easy. as like, hey, I came across this interesting article. I want to hear what you guys think about it. <laughs> Tell Send John. that stuff into us. We would That's love. Right. We'd lo- I'd love to get those. Uh, and granted, Dean and I don't have really have a harder time. I think uh, finding these particular topics to riff on, but we'd love to riff on something that is of interest yeah. to you yeah. as well. So don't hesitate to do that. As always, please like our show, subscribe. 
share our show with someone else that you think might be interested in it and want to like and subscribe. Help us grow the audience. That's right. Leave us a review. Leave a comment on our YouTube page. Whatever it is, reach out to us. Let us know you're out there. Tell us what you think of the show. We'd like Mm -hmm. to hear from you. Uh, of course, again, like I said, if you've got those ideas for Tech Bytes or anything else, any other topics you want to hear us get into, any guests you want us to talk to on the show, do not hesitate to reach out. You can always find us. You can email us. That's TechConnect, uh, TechConnect at com. I almost forgot the email address there for a second. <laughs> uh, you can also stay connected with us on LinkedIn. That's at Blue Star Inc. on LinkedIn. All right, let's wrap things up today with yes. what's tech connecting with you. All right, fair as enough. As if we didn't have enough topics to talk about. Yep, now yep, yep, yep. Let's do maybe a little briefer version of a topic as something gonna, that was tech connecting with you. And I'm going to go kind of light this time around. Okay. Do, do, would you agree that people can do great things if they just band together? That's typically the case. I mean, Actually, I'm they can also wild. do awful things when they well, band yes, together but sometimes. I, I, but hey, yes. I'm trying to be positive <laughs> here, right? We're, we can do good things. Well, yes, here's one we for you. Park City, Utah. Uh, back in October, breaks the world's record for the longest ski shot. Okay. Okay, so what is a ski shot? You're probably asking yourself right now. Okay. I am. Well, so what people do is you put shot glasses on ski, on a ski, and you make this huge line. They made the world record for this, uh, and and you fill, obviously, the shots, you, the shot glasses with a shot, and right. then everybody drinks at the same time. Oh, so okay. you had... 500 pairs of skis that brought together 1,700 people wow. at one time. And I, I don't know how long this thing, how, whatever the length of 500 skis are. If you look at the pictures, it's like city blocks of, 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 of people doing this. <laughs> I'm sorry. They had 1,363 participants that lined up and everybody at the same time tilted the ski and did this great ski shot and broke a world record. See, people can do good things together when they put their mind I don't know it. if this really illustrated the point you were trying to go for there, but... Hey, no, 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 no. You don't have to overthink this. I guess, I guess not. Because there yeah. was a lot of planning that went into this. The article will argue that, you know, this was months of planning for a two-second shot with 1,300 people. Uh, you know, I mean, think about it. You got to screw together all these 500 skis. You got to glue on the shots and then game day you know you gotta have you gotta pour all these shots down you've never had a i've never done it either but do you know the conceptually you know if you go to some of these uh places like you know the ski lodges and stuff like that right i get the idea yeah 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 shot a ski and you got shots on a ski there you go so that's what's tech connecting with me is that people can do good stuff all right I mean, I'd like to think of what else they could have potentially done with that kind of time and effort. But you know. hey, you got to blow off steam a little whatever, bit. You know, yeah, whatever, so. whatever. Taking so a shot is as good as anything. There it so. is. What's tech connecting with uh, you? I'm actually going to make a podcast uh, recommendation this week. Oh, um, hey, all right. And um, when you're done listening to us, obviously, yes. and all the back episodes and anything you've ever missed. All right. Uh, highly, and if you're thinking to yourself, like, man, I don't need another podcast. I listen to too many already. Well, this one is a mere 12 episodes. Oh. Uh, at Ooh, least for like now, they might okay. do more in the future, but it's only 12 episodes. It's called Strike Force 5. Okay. Now, this podcast is bringing together five brilliant minds from late night television. Okay. So it is Seth Meyers, mm-hmm. uh, John Oliver, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, Stephen Colbert. The five of them basically teamed up during the writer's strike because they were all off the air during the writer's strike. And they're, you know, they they let their teams, you know, go on strike, whatever, the writers and stuff, everything. But they wanted to also still raise money for them and help them out. They're like, hey, you know, you guys do great work for us. 
you know, we're not going to be on the air in, in, in solidarity with you, but we also know that being off work is difficult for you. Sure. So we're going to help raise some money for you. So they created this podcast, got some big sponsorships like Ryan Reynolds and some of his companies, uh, George Clooney's you know, Aviation Gin or nice. whatever, or yeah. one of his, you know, com- um, brands or whatever. Pepsi, I think, and sponsored mm-hmm, it too. Mm-hmm. And all the money they sent straight to their their staffs to help cover their expenses during the strike. So basically, it is exactly what you would hope it would be, which is five funny, funny people getting together and just riffing on random topics. Oh, okay. And just having a good time. Yeah, yeah. They just, like, their their 12th episode was, I guess, maybe a month or so back. They, mm. they kept it going for, like, maybe another month after the strike ended, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and kept doing a few more episodes. But... <laughs> Every single episode, a different one of them kind of takes lead as like the main host. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and they just have various stuff they decide to talk about. Some of it's, some of it's about the business. Some of it's about like you know their first guest, how they got into the business. There's a couple of absolute, probably the, the two best episodes are the ones where they let Jimmy Fallon take control, which mm-hmm. for some reason Fallon comes off as kind of the boob of the group. <laughs> and I don't know if that's one of those like him playing the part yeah, right. or if it's just yeah, yeah. who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he, his thing is he decided to do this thing where he pulled all of their wives. Mm. It was like they called the Strike Force Wives episode uh-huh, uh-huh. where he sent like a poll to each of them just asking them questions. And the problem is he botched this so badly where it was supposed to be, they were supposed to answer the question of what they thought their husband would say uh-huh. and instead half of them were giving answers of their responses some of them didn't quite understand the way he was asking <laughs> he botched this so badly that it made for absolute comedy with them trying uh, to not only figure out the quiz which yes. just was a disaster but also yes. tr- just making so much fun of fallon for how he put it together all right so it's it's strike up, force it's five strike force five right? it's uproarious i looked it up as you were talking Again, there you tw- go. it's only 12 episodes they're about an hour each or so there I you guess. go yeah. they had some good guests along the way david letterman david letterman yeah i saw that yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> um i think john stewart was on one who by the way was recently announced as going back to the daily show one day oh, a week apparently okay uh so f- fun stuff lots of fun guests lots of insider stuff and Again, I, I'm not lying. This is one of those things. I don't watch a lot of these guys on late mm-hmm. night because I just mm-hmm. don't stay up late you no, know, to me, watch these shows. Either, right. I'm a John Oliver devotee. But that's about it. But, you know, listening to them, I cannot tell you how many times I did quite literally laugh out loud, no. whether it was when I was working out, listening <laughs> in my car, doing chores around the house. Yeah, yeah. I have not laughed this much at a podcast in a long time. Oh, and good every stuff. episode is full of chuckles. There you go. That's some good advice. Right Highly there. recommend yeah. it. That's yeah, what's yeah, yeah. tech connecting with us. I like it. Uh, okay. So that's it for us. Again, send in some tech bites. Uh, until next time, you know, tell us what your breakthrough technologies are. Absolutely. Yeah. If you try out the Vision Pro, tell us what you think. You know, I can't wait until I see somebody wandering around wearing one. That's going to yeah, be entertaining. That'll to me. be, yeah. Or yeah. sitting in the, it's going to be like in an airport. You're going to see, you oh, see somebody sure. sitting in the airport yeah. using them or in a restaurant <laughs> or something, ignoring their family. I don't know. Uh, go play some fun video games, download some apps, and uh, I guess maybe find the love of your life on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn? Uh, what? Marco, you yeah. work on that and get back to us, okay? Yeah. And as always, folks, please stay connected. The Technic Podcast is brought to you by ELO and the 7-inch ELO Pay Integrated Payment POS System. Wow. I'm not going to say that 10 times No, fast. please. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds awesome. It really it is does. awesome. But you know, it's, uh, it's a little Tongue twister. To, a little yeah. bit of a tongue twister, yes. Uh, ELO Pay packs all the power you need to run your point of sale. 
complete with a 7-inch HD touch display, integrated payment, Android 12 OS, and a Qualcomm SD660 processor. The compact enterprise-grade terminal delivers the modularity. Mm, our love modularity that modularity. That merchants require. You can dock it on a printer stand. Yep. You can place it on the counter. You can integrate it into the Z70 stand. Yep. Elopay offers comprehensive payment services as well that enable merchants to process transactions with confidence. With access to multiple payment applications, end-to-end encryption, secure tokenization, robust terminal management services, and easy-to-use APIs for quick integration. Merchants can get started quickly and securely, allowing their customers to do my favorite new new TikTok dance, dip, tap, and swipe <laughs> those physical cards or go contactless. We really should like record a We should. Like a YouTube short of us yes. figuring out what a dip, tap, swipe yes. actually looks like. Yes, so. yes, yes. And we'll, we'll owe it all to Elo. There you go. Uh, Elo View Device Management, Essential Edge Enterprise Support, and Elo Care Protection. The Elo Pay 7-inch POS system is ready to deliver on your customers' needs. Contact the Blue Star Elo team to learn more.